Do you feel like your life is balanced? That's what we're talking about today and what that even means because I hear this all the time. People say like, you have to have a balanced life, but what exactly does that mean? That's what we're going to dive into right now. Hey Clutterbugs, welcome back to the Clutterbug podcast. Today we're going to talk about finding balance in your life and I wanted to talk about this because the truth is I feel very unbalanced. I'm always unbalanced. I know that's what they say when you're a little bonkadonk, like mentally unstable balanced. It could be a bit of that too, but I know there's areas of my life where I'm spending too much time and attention. And then there's other areas where I'm not spending enough at all. And that's what balance is really about. When I used to hear people talk about this all the time, it's like, you have to find balance in your life. I assumed that they were talking about like a work home life balance. And, and that's kind of what I thought, like you, I know you, you shouldn't work too much, right. And neglect your family. But I also know that you can't just not have work in your life too, because that can make you go a little crazy. My mother's retired. I've seen this firsthand and, and with so many people I know who've retired or even my husband who has been semi-retired since he was 35. There's definitely like when you don't have structure to your day and when you don't have something that you're working towards a bigger thing outside yourself, it's very easy to feel unfulfilled. So even independently wealthy people who don't need to work need some sort of work in their life. But when I'm talking about real balance, what I've discovered through different therapists, because let's be honest, I've I've needed therapy in my life. Uh multiple therapists that I had did an exercise with me called the wheel of life. And the wheel of life is basically, I'm going to hold this up if you're watching the video, but if you're listening, it's a circle that looks like a pizza pie. And every slice is a different area of your life that we need to work on. And the, the goal is not to have everything like super attend. So if it's a, if you're not really feeling very fulfilled, you kind of keep it in the, in the middle as like a one or whatever, like, like small, close to the center. And when you feel very fulfilled, you color all the way to the outside of the pizza pie in each of the little square pieces. But the goal isn't to have everything attend. The goal is to have your pizza slices all kind of filled in around the same size to achieve balance. And I don't know anyone who has a completely balanced life, but I do find this exercise really was eye-opening for me because I really did have the impression that a balanced life meant that you have a good home life work balance. And that was it. And yet, even though I did have a great home life in my family and and I had a great career that I loved, I still felt like not satisfied, if that makes sense. Like, like maybe something was missing. I didn't feel as fulfilled in life as I thought that I should. And I'm not saying that I feel completely fulfilled now, but now I know why. And I know what's really lacking. There's definitely an expectation that to be like a happy, you know, successful adult, we tick all of these 
boxes that society tells us we have to tick. We have to be like fit and healthy and we have to have lots of friends and a social life and a great career and lots of money and an incredible spouse and a clean and tidy house. Um, and those are all kind of pieces on this pizza pie that, that add up to this balance. There's other things too. We're going to talk about each sliver of that pizza pie. And I'm going to talk about the areas where I am doing awesome and the areas where I suck really hard. Um, but yet the, the truth is striving for all of these areas to get, to get like a 10 out of 10 in all of these areas is impossible. We can maybe do it all, but we certainly can't do it all well. We can't do all of these areas at a 10. And I don't even think we could do all of these areas at an eight, if I'm being completely honest, because it's exhausting trying to be a present mom and a parent and always there for our kids and spending time with them and working a full-time job and trying to excel in our careers and trying to maintain friendships um, and maintaining time with family. I have aging parents trying to see all of them and, you know, maintaining, being good with our money and make sure we're saving and investing and not overspending and eating really healthy and exercising on a regular basis. This is all work. Every single one of these things require hours of our time. They require our attention and it's like a lot. So of course we're dropping some balls. And so when we talk about finding balance, what I think this really means is kind of evening and like going even across the boards, if that makes sense. So I know for myself that I dedicate a lot of time to the things that I really enjoy, which is work. I do. I love my job. I spend a lot of time on that. But then there's other areas where I'm like, I kind of suck at that anyways, so I'm not really spending a lot of time and effort in that area. And overall, that could be contributing to why I feel very unfulfilled. So why I wanted to talk about um, this with you today is because, of course, I made a printable, you guys, because I'm a giant nerd. So you can head over to my website under the printable section and find this quick little ebook called How Balanced Is Your Life? You can go to clutterbug.com. And then the printables page. So up at the top, click printables and then scroll down to you see how balanced is your life ebook. Go ahead. It's completely free. You can download that. And inside that, you're going to find the wheel of life. So grab a pen, a highlighter, a crayon, it doesn't matter. And you can color your wheel in each of the little pie slices and really see which areas of your life you feel very fulfilled and which areas you really are not feeling as satisfied and fulfilled. And you'll see if your pizza pie is anything like mine, how drastically unbalanced your life is. And this is, this is part of that self-awareness that we talk about all the time, just how eye-opening this was for me the first time I was like, oh my gosh, I am not balanced at all. And this is probably, it is definitely why I need to work on some areas and actually like kind of stop working so hard in some other areas so that I do have that extra time to throw to the spaces that are lacking. So I need to dedicate less attention to the things where I'm already at a nine or a 10 
and obviously dedicate a lot more attention to the spots where I'm like a one or a three. That's not good in the overall life balanceness. Now, is this important? I don't freaking know. Experts say this is important to feel balanced. Uh, at the end of the day, I think if nothing else, it's a cool, it's a cool tool, right? It's something just like to learn a little bit more about yourself. So let's dive in. I want to talk about mine. I want to walk through my circle with you. And we'll talk about all the different slices of that pie. And as we talk about this, I want to think, I want you to think of your own life and what number you would give to this area. So a one would be you're feeling like not really satisfied. You're feeling very unfulfilled in this area, or it's something that you definitely want to work on because you know, it's, it's bad. You're doing bad. That's a one. And a 10 is like, I'm nailing it. I'm killing it. Like I'm doing awesome at this. That would be a 10. And of course, you know, two, three, four, that's all in the middle. It's the scale. You're getting it. I don't have to explain the scale to you, but, um, okay. Okay. So you ready? We're going to jump right in. The first one at the very top is money and finances. And I actually gave this pretty high because for years and still today, this was a huge priority in my life because I sucked so hard at it. I claimed bankruptcy in my early 20s. I am very impulsive. I shop too much. I've always been bad with money. I always use credit cards. I never paid them off. And I got into a lot of financial trouble, as you can imagine. And I... I also had to work really hard just to keep my head above water. I was working two or three jobs basically my whole life and still never getting ahead because of my terrible spending problems. So I started reading all of these incredible financial books and just immersed myself in learning how to pay myself first to make saving a priority and having to do it first because if I waited till, you know, I, I paid all the bills and, and bought the cool stuff. There'd be nothing left. So I had no choice but to pay myself first. And I put that in a savings account that I couldn't touch unless I physically went to the bank. And we all know I'm too lazy for that. So I, I really have got to a point where I'm very happy with my money and finances. I mean, everybody could use more money. I'm I'm not rolling in the dough over here, but I'm satisfied. I feel like I genuinely do have enough and 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 I could definitely have more but but it isn't a priority I feel content so I gave myself a really high number in this only because I do feel like yeah I got this I I, I got I got this uh the next sliver of pie the next piece on your wheel is career and job and again, I gave myself a high number on this because I freaking love my job and I feel very satisfied. But the truth is, when I look back at my life, when I ran a daycare, I was super satisfied. When I ran the Lung Association, I was super satisfied. I've been so blessed to always, well, for at least the last 20 years, really loved my job. I There's very few jobs I've had in my life that I didn't genuinely love whether I was being a personal trainer. I loved that. I worked at a pet store. I loved that freaking job. I worked at multiple charities. I've always been a person who 
I just like working. Is that weird? It's weird. Now that I'm saying it out loud, that's weird. But I like having a purpose. I like having I like having a purpose to my day and something that makes me feel like, yeah, I accomplished something today. And I always really try to find that in any job that I have. So I'm very happy in, in that sliver too. So think about your life. And again, we talked about money and finances. What would you rate yourself? And then your career and job, what would you rate yourself? It doesn't mean is this your dream job. It means, are you feeling like pretty satisfied, pretty content. We all want more in life and that is normal. And this isn't about perfection. This is about that feeling that you have where you're like, I don't think every day, man, I wish I had a different career or man, I don't, I'm not wishing I had more money. I'm content. And for me, that, that means a high number. The next piece on the pie is health and fitness. Health and fitness for me, I mean, I almost put a one because I really like, I'm like, I'm so out of shape and and I'm, I, this is something I want to work on. But the truth is I am pretty healthy. I'm, I don't have any like illnesses or anything. So I gave myself a four and a half. The four and a half is all the point that I'm like not dying basically i don't have some terminal illness or some um like disease or or illness that i'm struggling with but i am certainly i have zero fitness and i eat like garbage and this is something that i think about every single day of my life every there's not a there's not a day actually there's not an hour in my life where i don't think i should work out i got to eat better I should be eating healthy. What am I going to have for dinner that's healthy? What can I have? And I'm yet, I'm never following through. I'm always like, eh, I'll work out tomorrow. I'll put my gym membership on hold again. Um, I'll, you know, it's okay. I'll have a couple cookies. Just, it's not a big deal. I'll do better later. The next snack will be salad. It never is. Uh, so this is an area where I am very unbalanced. I, obviously it bothers me. And And denying, like saying that this doesn't bother me is a lie. And you, I want you to think of your own health and fitness and on a scale of one to 10 where you are. And this doesn't mean that you are, you know, a a supermodel completely like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm super happy with the way I look. It's, are you content? Are, are you content? Is it is this something you think about often that it's an area of your life where you want to improve or are you pretty happy with where you are? And it doesn't matter if you are overweight, if you are happy, it doesn't matter um, if you are underweight, it doesn't matter if you are content, if this isn't something that you're thinking about often that you want to improve and that's awesome. And and go ahead and fill it in, whatever number that'll be, or even thinking about it in your mind. The next part of the sliver is fun and recreation. And I put a five. And the truth is, it's probably more like a three. Because I have a lot of hobbies. <laughs> I have a lot of supplies for hobbies. But I don't actually... I don't actually have fun very often. Isn't that so sad? No, I think my job is fun. And so a lot of times when I'm doing things for work, I'm like, oh, this is fun. But I don't 
I don't make a lot of time for play in my life. When I am tired at the end of the day, I just want to put on Netflix and I wouldn't call that fun and recreation. On the weekends, my idea of like what I want to do is curling up with a book in bed and nobody talk to me. I'm exhausted probably because my my career on here is a nine. I spend a lot of time on my job and doing things like that. And I'm not spending a lot of time for play. This is an area that I need to work on. And I don't even know if I want to, but I know I should. And I should probably combine fun and recreation with health and fitness. Like I should probably join a softball team or or join a walking group with a bunch of other people, right? Which would add another piece of my pie too. So there are ways that we can kind of double up on these things. But you'll definitely, I'm seeing a trend here on mine, okay? I'm antisocial and I don't like to leave my bed except for work. So think about your own life and your fun and recreation. I I do go out and do some things every now and then, but it's definitely not a priority in my life. And it's definitely something that bothers me. It does. I I I I know that I need to have more fun in my life and have more fun with the kids and do more recreational activities. So it's something I want to work on. The next piece of your pie is home environment. And if you've been listening to my podcast or if you've been watching my videos, you know that I would love to move. You know, I think my house is, we're bursting at the seams here. I would love a separate office because I work from home. I would love to be able to just have more privacy when I'm doing a podcast. I have to tell everybody in the house to be quiet, no stomping. And and I just wish, especially in the summer when my kids are home, I didn't, I wasn't, my workspace wasn't my also my home space, if this makes sense. So despite that, I put in eight out of 10 for my home because I am very content. Despite the fact that I would love a bigger house, despite the fact that I don't love a lot of this house and would love to renovate it and, and make it my taste, I am really content. It's clean. It's organized. It doesn't feel like work and effort to keep it that way. There's definitely things I want to change, but this isn't something that I think about often. Like It doesn't bother me. I love my home. I'm happy in my home. Even though it isn't perfect, even though I want to change a million things, I gave this an eight. What about your home? Your home environment. How do you feel about your home environment on a scale of one to 10? So the next on my pizza pie here is community. And I gave this almost the lowest out of everything. And that's a two. And when I first looked at this, I was like, oh, my online community is the best and I love it. And I feel like it's a 10 out of 10. But my physical community, I think is what this is really meaning. My physical community, I am not involved in my community at all. I want to be, I do. I want to volunteer more. I recently joined St. John's Ambulance because I know that this is someplace that I'm lacking. I am not involved in the community. I don't go out to a lot of women's events anymore like I used to. I don't, I don't, if there's like a gala happening or an art show, I don't go to those things. To tell you the truth, I don't even know like the leaders in this community. I wouldn't even be able to, I, I couldn't even tell you the mayor 
of my town is. I have no idea what's going on in my community, and that's a shame. I remember being a kid, and my my parents, my grandparents, everybody was so much more involved in the community back then. We did fundraisers for families in need, and everybody volunteered in some capacity. And I worked at United Way in my early 20s, and there was a ton of people who came out to festivals and events to volunteer and to attend the event to give to charity. And that's something that I really notice is kind of falling away. Younger generations are just not getting as involved in the community as older generations did. And charities are suffering, but the community is suffering. We are suffering as individuals in that community because we don't have that sense of connection that I think is so, so important. And I don't have that sense of connection with people in my community. So this is definitely an area that I need to work on, but there's only so many hours in the day, which is why I find this whole finding your balance so fascinating because it isn't, is it possible to have this all completely balanced? I don't think it is, but can it ebb and flow? Can we work on one area to kind of build it up and maybe let some other areas drop while we do that and then focus other attention other places to get a circle that ebbs and flows but feels more balanced? Like, I think that's the whole point. Okay. The next piece on the pie is friends and family. And I'm actually quite happy. When I really think about this, I'm quite happy. I don't have a lot of friends, but the friends that I have are awesome and I love them. And I don't love hanging out with other people. There, I said it. I'm not really a people person. I'm very introverted. And so do I really want more friends in my life? Probably not. I love the ones I have. I don't ever want to bail on them. Like that's how you know. I never, when we have a day that we've scheduled to hang out, we just did trivia two nights ago together with friends. I didn't, I didn't want to call in sick. You know what I mean? I've had a lot of friends in my life where we'll set up a date to go out for coffee or get together. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I would rather... I would rather do anything else. I would rather clean my toilets than go for coffee with this person who's supposed to be my friend. And in my old age, I'm in my mid 40s now, I've really realized that when I feel that way about hanging out with someone, I probably don't need to. That's probably not a fulfilling relationship. And it's okay to let those go. So I really have the time to devote to those fulfilling relationships. And relationships are work. They do take work. And I'm not saying that they don't. They do. You have to actually schedule and you have to keep up with people and you have to like reach out to people. But the ones that that don't make you feel happy, the, those friendships that you're kind of doing out of obligation, it's also okay to have boundaries and let those go. And when it comes to my family, well, they're family. I love them. Sometimes I don't want to hang out with them. I'm not being, I'm being honest. I do that sometimes a little bit of obligation, but she gave birth to me. So here we are. You gotta, you gotta, that's my mother. I gotta see my mother. You know what I'm saying? Even when I don't really want 
no, I still got to save my mother. But overall, I gave this pretty high. But I want you to think of yourself. Are you craving more friendships? Are you happy with your family dynamic? Are there toxic people that you should cut out so that your number's higher? Or do you have to make an effort to reach out and create more friendships so that you feel more fulfilled in this area? Because I think this is a very important area. The next area, it's partner and love. And this is tough for me because I've been married to Joe for a very long time and I love him. We've been together 20 years. We have a very happy marriage, but I want to punch him in the throat a lot, a lot, you guys. I want to punch him in the throat a lot. And so I only gave this a seven out of 10 because I know I have to work on this. I have to work on sort of rekindling that passion that kind of wanes as you've been together for this long. I also need to work on being more patient with him, not so naggy. Um, yeah, because I can't change him. I can only change my own thoughts and how I react to him and treat him. And lately, there's been more throat punching wanting is than than non-throat throat punching so i gave it as i gave it a seven i'm still very happy i'm still very much in love but it could be better it could be better so i need to dedicate time on that before i get to the last two i have to take a second to thank today's podcast sponsor Today's podcast is brought to you by Earth Breeze. And I switched from my regular Tide laundry detergent to Earth Breeze sheets, and there's no looking back. I never really thought before about how much waste came with my laundry detergent. Not only the huge plastic jugs, but most of either the liquid or even the pods is water. So you're taking up so much space for something that you absolutely don't need. Earth Breeze, they look like dryer sheets, but it's actually laundry detergent that completely dissolves in the water, whether it's hot or cold. And you're not only saving space, you are saving, you're, you're not having all of this waste, so you feel like you're doing something good for the environment, but it's really affordable too. And I just think the whole concept is better than traditional laundry detergent. Everything's biodegradable, it's plastic free, they're vegan, cruelty free, but the best part is you can have subscription services. So these can be delivered to your door. You don't even have to go get them you know, at the store. So convenient and they offer a money back guarantee. So if you don't love EarthBreeze, you don't even have to send it back. All you have to do is email them, tell them you don't like it and they will give you a full refund. I think it's time for you to try EarthBreeze for yourself. Right now, my listeners can subscribe and get 40% off. Go to earthbreeze.com forward slash clutterbug to get started. That's earthbreeze.com forward slash clutterbug for 40% off EarthBreeze. So there's only two pieces left on our pizza pie and Oh, the last one, I don't, I'm just going to be honest with you. We'll, we'll get to the last one in a second. Uh, the second last one is personal growth and learning. And I, 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 I'm just, I'm stuttering here because I read a lot of self-help books. I do, 
but I haven't been doing it a lot lately. And I think that there's definitely, I feel better about myself when I am consistently acquiring new knowledge, when I'm learning new things, when I feel like I'm growing as a person. And there was a really long time in my life, like a few years ago, where I was doing this. I was learning how to code a website. I had never done that before. I, there was times where I was learning how to use a camera and learning how to edit videos, learning how to grow a business. Every day I was learning something new. And it's been a while since I've acquired a new skill, since I've actually, I've kind of gotten hmm, kind of content, I guess, with my business and how it's going. So I don't have new skills to learn in that area, but that doesn't mean that I can't learn new skills outside of my business in other areas of life. Maybe I should take a cooking class. Maybe I should look at some health and fitness books. Probably. I need to probably learn some things in that area. But the point is there's so much joy and happiness that comes when we take time to work on learning and personal growth. When we learn take time to develop a new skill. Joe learned to learned to play guitar during COVID. And while he was like learning new songs, I could see it in him. He was, he was feeling fired up. He was feeling really passionate about these new skills that he was learning. And I am the same way when I'm learning something new, when I'm, even if it is just a self-help book that I'm reading about, I don't know, something you feel really good. You feel that spark of, of, of real passion in your life. And that's something that comes from continuous learning and continuous growing. And so this is an area that even though I used to do it all the time, I would say it used to be an eight, nine. It's not a priority right now. And so it's a six and I miss it. And I probably need to build that up. I probably should work on health and fitness. Definitely this last one. I don't even know if I need to work on the last one. Let's talk about the last one. Let's be honest. The last one is spirituality. And I don't even know what that means. I put a one. I should have put a zero. A lot of people say, I know obviously what religion is, and, and I'm not a religious person. I grew up my parents are divorced. Both of them are atheists. You know, I would ask my my parents that age-old question, what happens when we die, mom and dad? And the answer is like, worm food, you're worm food. That was just always something that was told to me. And it never really bothered me because I was just always, you get one life, uh, live it well. When you're gone, you're gone. And People will miss you, but you're not in a scary place or a bad place. You're just gone. And I've always really been okay with that, to be completely honest. And I look at people who have religion in their life and and I do I do think that's wonderful and and beautiful. And I'm super happy for them. But I don't think that that's for me. And I and I understand when people say, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. That's something that people say a lot, but I have no idea what that means. I don't know what it means to be spiritual. I definitely am not. I don't think, since I don't know what it is, 
I don't think I'm spiritual. I don't know if I'm missing because I don't know what to miss. I, I, I put this as a one, but I wouldn't even know where to begin to be a more spiritual person. And I don't even know if I need this in my own personal pie. Now, my in-laws are very religious people, and this is something that brings them an immense amount of joy and contentment. And they're on their pie, they would have a very high number. And that's a beautiful thing. And I'm very, very happy for them. But I don't know if everyone needs that to be high on theirs. Now, I say that you probably heard me talk about karma before. It isn't that I think that there's some magical universe force. I do believe that if you are a good person, you're happier with yourself. Because when you when I, I used to do bad things, when I was a teen, I was a terrible, terrible teen, even in my early 20s. I was not the best person. And bad things happened to me. But I felt guilty a lot. And I felt a lot of low self-worth. I wasn't proud of myself, that's for sure. And I think you do, whether consciously or unconsciously, create your own life and your own destiny. And so... When I try really hard to be good and kind and do things for other people, I feel better about myself and better things happen in my life. So when I talk about karma, that's what I mean. Positive thinking, positive action gives you positive results and negative thoughts and negative action tend to lead to negative results. So I wouldn't call that ideology spiritual because... I don't think it's some magical force that I cannot see. I think it's science. But that being said, I'm not against spirituality and and I'm definitely open to the idea. So I, I gave this a one. I guess I'm just talking because I'm not spiritual. I'm not. So I gave it a one. But I want you to think of your own life. And, and the whole pie, you guys, the whole pie. If you're watching this video, I'm going to hold mine up. It's very unbalanced. There are areas where I'm feeling a lot of contentment, a lot of fulfillment, and there's others where it's like not at all. There's like no pie slice there, and that's pretty bad. But it really does give us a roadmap. It gives us a visualization of our life. And when people say you want to be balanced, when people say you want a fulfilled life, a full, round, well-rounded life. This is that circle that they're talking about. It's all these slices of pie that add together to this rounded life. Where is your piece lacking or which pieces of pie are you lacking in and which ones are really high that maybe you can steal some of the time that you dedicate to those to give to the pieces that are not very fulfilled. Because at the end of the day, the goal is not to have everything a 10 out of 10. The goal is to have all of our slices more evenly matched so we feel fulfilled as a whole as a life, as a whole big life, we feel like we're living it well. I don't know if that's possible. I'm actually curious. If you want to put in the comments, can you comment on a podcast? I am 
curious if you feel like which areas of your life you feel like you need to work on, or if you think it is possible to have a truly balanced life. Again, not just talking about work, career, and home, but in overall your community, your health, your how how spiritual you are. Is it possible to feel well-rounded in all these different areas? So that's what we're talking about today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I understand that that was different than what we normally talk about, but this is was an eye-opening experience for me when I worked with therapists in the past and we did this exercise. And so I wanted to bring the wheel to life to you. And if you've done this before, I would encourage you to give it a try again. You can download your own paper copy of the Wheel of Life for free from my website, and you can color it in, maybe have your family color it in too, your children even, and really teach them the importance of having that self-awareness to look at your life in a visual way and see where you're killing it and where you could dedicate a little bit more attention. Thanks so much for listening. Really love spending time with you guys and I'll see you next time.